Not anymore. Yes, I was a broken woman. Yes, I didn't love me. Yes, I decided to settle for what wasn't best for me. Yes, I was in a toxic relationship. Guess what? Not anymore. I have grown from the broken pieces. I have learned to love me when no one else loved me. I have learned that I will never settle for in my life or my peaceful atmosphere. I have learned the difference between love, lust of a good relationship. Yes, I wasn't perfect, but I learned to work on my mind, my body, and my soul connections. Yes, I have allowed the wrong spiritual around me. Now, I've learned about the not allowing the negative energy around me. Yes, I've been down the road of destruction. Now I've learned how to not move by emotion, but by the spirit of my faith and purpose. Not anymore, my fears will not keep me from being a better version of me. Not anymore, my toxicness will stop me from loving myself or trusting others in my peaceful place. Not anymore, my lack of post-trauma is going to stop me from my future growth. Yes, not anymore. I know I'm powerful. I know I'm overcoming. I know I'm a positive, I know I'm loved, and yes, not anymore, I'm dope, dedicated to other people, empowerment, I love my dopeness and so should you. Hello, 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 everyone. everyone. Hi, Hi, I am Shiganan, and I am your host host of the Power in Your Voice podcast. And I am here with the ultimate, amazing artist, Miss Lady Girl. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. So, can you tell people where you're tuning in from? Of course, I'm tuning in from Worcester, Massachusetts right now, the good old 508. <laughs> How long you been out there? Oh, too long. So, you know, my family originated in Boston, and we kind of migrated here to Worcester. And so I came to Worcester when I was about, I was a newborn, I want to say. I was a newborn. My brother was two. I was a newborn. So I pretty much was raised here, aside from upstate New York and then I moved to like the Midwest for a little while in Indiana. So yeah, Worcester's home. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so tell us so a little bit a about little bit Lady about Girl. Because you know for those that don't know that don't know you. Child. <laughs> Lady Girl is like an onion. You know, I'm like an onion. There's so many different layers and so many different personas and moods and characteristics. But um If I had to sum myself up, I would just say I'm just an average person. I'm an average woman out here making my way in the world. An average woman. Girl, you're doing more than just average. average. (laughs) You're over here being real humble. humble. (laughs) I am. I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything that the next person can't do. It just I just have the willpower to get up and do it every day. You know, and that's somebody the truth about it. it. Go ahead. No, I was saying that's the no, truth about it. You actually stepped into your calling. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't go another day, um, you know, and not pursue what I felt like was my dream and my goals. It was just like, so, you know, when you have something sitting on you, and you're like, why am I not doing that? I love to do that. <laughs> so I just so, so, so tell me, so what, tell got, me, you what got you music? into music? I actually come from a very musical family. Like it, I really feel like it's genetic. <laughs> My mom sang with a band. 
Um, she was always in talent shows when she was younger. Um, my father's side, like I have a bunch of cousins that are musicians that play instruments that are front men and women of bands that are out there today. Um, industry people that are in the family, you know, that have been doing this for 30 plus years or so. So I think it was just destined for me to hop right on it. <laughs> and just, you know, pursue my career as a musician, as a singer songwriter, because that's really where my talents lie. That is totally that awesome. Is totally awesome. Now, now, do you, pre do you prefer, prefer a certain prefer genre? A certain genre? Um, I do. Uh, so <laughs> what I write about is pretty much, you know, soul R&B, bluesy kind of like, you know, falling in love and breaking up and everything in between. Um, if I could ever write any kind of other music, it probably would be trap. I'm like the trap queen. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can't rap, like, I can sing about the trap. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so I'd like to focus on the trap. Yeah, but you know, just real life um, things that we deal with. I, I got to say in the hood, pretty much, you know, because I don't live in a mansion. Not yet. We're working towards right. that. But, you know, coming from the streets and coming from that side of the tracks and that side of life, you know, um, no matter what kind of money is around you or greatness is around you, you sometimes tend to go in an opposite direction. And, like, I like to make songs about real life, real life situations, real life emotions. And, you know, in doing that, I deliver myself emotional. And that's the awesome, that's thing, the about awesome thing about music. It's, it's, yeah, music is—it's a way for you to release something. something. Yes, but you know, and it's always that you never know what your situation is matched up with. It, your situation could be someone else's situation, so I try to call my music relatable. It's relatable music, so. You know, it might have been just a thought you had, a quick thought. Like, you know what? I thought that before, too. <laughs> and she made a whole song about it, you know? And a lot of people can relate, and that's how I try to capture my audience. I want them to understand that you are not alone. You are not the only one to go through it. I completely understand, you know, and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> That's the best That's thing. The best now, thing. what now, is the thing that you feel that inspire you to, like, do you have any inspirations that help you write? Help you write. Because, you know, everybody has you a know, niche. Everybody has a niche. <laughs> <laughs> well, just life in general. Life in general inspires me to write. Um, even just, I could meet a stranger on the street and they could be going through something. And it could be a joyous occasion. It could be sad. It could be just anything crazy, really, to see. And I, I can write about that. Uh, everything, I pull inspiration from everything around me. Every situation, every moment is a moment to capture. So I, I'm truly inspired just by life in itself. Now, question. Now, we question. know Lady we Girl know is not girl, your next name. Not your next name. No. How did you get that? How did you get that? <laughs> a guy gave it to me. <laughs> a guy I wouldn't even expect. So when I first started out in about 2012 professionally, um, I didn't have a stage name. I was just me, you know. Everybody back home that grew up with me knows my nickname. It's Missy, you know. So I didn't mind. But then I thought, like, well, Missy Elliott's already in the game, and she slayed it. So I can't be just another Missy. You know, <laughs> and so just over time, I was just still performing here and there and testing the waters and music and seeing which direction I wanted to go in. And I ran across this guy named Corey and him and my manager at the time were trying to figure out what my stage name should be. And he was like, you know what? You're a lady, but you look like a girl. Like you look very young, but you're grown. So how would you just call yourself lady girl? I was like, you know what? That kind of sounds good. We might just go with that. <laughs> and it kind of just stuck. <laughs> nice. 
nice. I like the name. I like if, the if name. It's if it's you. Thank you. I don't know. So Matt, tell us. I know. I know. my government, though. Sorry. Sorry. Really? Really? Yeah, I was just going to go with my first name. But then I was like, no. Because my first name is very sophisticated. It looks very sleek when you spell it and you write it in cursive and all that. But I was like, lady girl has that pizzazz. It could go either way. It could be like, I could be petty like a little girl one day, sophisticated like a lady another day. <laughs> right. Right. So it it, it so has, it, the, it has the, the subject to the change. Subject to change. Yes. <laughs> so tell us, tell us a little bit of you in this industry. How is it as being, being a woman in the industry? I can't say that it's been bad. I won't say that. It there are moments um, where in the industry as a woman you're not taken seriously. Um, so that has been, um, probably a, a negative that I've experienced, like even dealing with certain like engineers and studios, they try to take advantage. Um, you're often sexualized and me, I'm not, I'm not, um, one of the females, I'm not going to go out there indecent. I'm not showing off my lady parts. <laughs> I don't think that, you know. You should have to distract from your talent by showing off your itty bitties and stuff. I don't think that that is the way. But for some people, you know, I don't knock their hustle. That's what they want to do. But I prefer to let my talent speak, you know, and I leave your imagination to your imagination, you know, be intrigued and um, wanting to know more about me by my talent let me sing to you you know there are men who they say you know oh they can sing the draws off of a woman you know <laughs> they sing her panties right off and the women are throwing their panties on the stage <laughs> you know right, I prefer right. To have that kind of effect <laughs> i don't want no men's draws on the stage you can keep your draws but <laughs> you know just that fantasy of like Oh my God, I don't right. want to give right. you everything. I want to keep some things to myself and for my partner, you know, and things like that. I don't have one right now, but later on down the line, you know, I don't want them to say, well, the world's seen my girl's goods. What's left for me, you know? Right. So I better right. not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, it's just really how you carry yourself and how you conduct your business and how you um, give that perception to people, right? So when I right. first came right. in the industry, I was very green. I didn't know anything, you know? And there were so many people trying to have me sway in a, in, in a different direction. Like they wanted me to be gang affiliated or, you know, just craziness. Um, they wanted me to sing like a classical manner and that's not what I was trying to do <clears throat> excuse right. me right so really just knowing myself and growing and becoming the woman that I am today and coming into that maturity and understanding the business side of things a lot more I was able to take a lot more control over my career you know and step in and say no I'm not going to do that no I don't feel comfortable doing that and that's not the direction I'm trying to go in you know if that's what you're looking to market and that's what you're selling, then I'm not your girl. <laughs> I'm not the one right. for that. Right. Um, just recently, you know, I went to a convention and it was, you know, an uncomfortable moment because it was like I was being sexualized, really. But when you're on the road a lot of times, um, you have moments like that where someone will try to try you and see if they can get you in their room in their bed you know and for me that's just like a no-go <laughs> that right. is a no-go and right. thank god for my management um because they don't play that either you know they're like they're heavily secured for me you know and i know how to conduct myself as well i know how to uh -uh. This ain't that. And you find yourself having to check people a lot, which is 
kind of crazy because you would think you could just be calm and cool and collective <laughs> and not that no craziness, but you're really not. You're just letting them know this ain't that type of party. And you have to be able to speak up for yourself in that manner if you don't want those advances because it happens a lot, you know, especially when you're on the road right. with right. men, you know, and groups of rappers or, or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know. Some people might be timid. You have to shake that timidness right, right. off. Or right. not, they're going to take full advantage of you. <laughs> now, what are now, a few, what are a few things, things as, as ladies that are ladies trying that to get into, into the game, game as, far as, as far as, you know, you know should they, be trying, should they be trying to do? I think that, you know, when you're trying to get into the game, the first thing you need to do is know yourself. That is number one. Know yourself, know what direction you want to go in and stick to that. Make sure you're make, putting out the best work you can put out. You don't have to flood the industry with your work, but when you do put something out, make sure you're putting out your best and make sure that you have your budget in order so that you can do the proper promotion and marketing. You know, don't try to barter because <laughs> when you try to barter, you put yourself in a position that is like, mm, no, you know, and you might end up on the wrong thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Correct. So don't Correct. do that. Just make sure you're working within your budget and make sure that they're showing you paperwork. Make sure you're involved in the process, especially if you're an independent artist. Do not just sit there and let them just tell you that this is what's going on. Make them show you, make them involve you, make them have you come to the meetings with these executives. Even if you're not saying anything and you're just sitting there, you have the opportunity to soak it all in and hear it for yourself. And at the same time, listen closely because they're dropping gems. You're actually learning the music business hands-on. You know, the business side of it, which is important. Everybody wants to be the artist. Being the artist is great. Absolutely. Now, now. How long did it take? How long did it take? We're back, I think. Yeah, yeah, this Wi Fi was on the most. (laughs) (laughs) So, how long did it take for what? How long did it take to get signed? signed? Because you are now signed with Def Chance, am I correct? Yes. So, well, you got to think. From 2012, and we're in 22, and this is recent, so this is 22. So it took me, what's that, 12 years? <laughs> it didn't happen overnight. It did not happen right. overnight. Right. I almost gave up a few times. You know, I I let myself almost be defeated by myself, you know? And that's why I say it's so important to learn the business side of the business know your genre know your lane and stick to it don't deviate especially if you do r&b or if you do any kind of like roots music or anything that is outside of that lane and there's like showcases and stuff like that and that's not the type of music that you do it's okay to not do that showcase because you don't want to step outside of your lane because then you start doubting yourself you start wanting and trying to fit into the other genres and that's not even the genre where you strive at so i would just say um make sure you have it together make sure you are ready and you have tough enough skin for the critiques that are going to come because they are brutal <laughs> they are brutal and i know it's now, how did that work how did that work for you there were some times where I would be on conference calls with DJs from around the world and they're listening to a track. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, this is it. Let's go. You know, I'm excited and I'm feeling my music. And then I get a critique like, mm, who engineered that? Mm-mm. The vocals on that, like, you know what I mean? And it's it like pierced my soul, <laughs> you know, but And then when I got off the call, I called my manager and I really like gave him the business. Like, why would you do that? Why would you let me do that? You know, but no, after like a day or two, I thought about it and they were right. 
You know what I mean? It could have been better. The production could have been better. Maybe the arrangement could have been a little different. Maybe I could have sung it a little better, you know? But I don't know. When you go into conferences like that, you don't know what they're looking for and you don't know the feedback that you're going to get. And it took a lot of time for me to kind of like hone in on that humility and just take it all in and absorb it and realize they're not trying to hurt me. They're trying to help me, you know. And so sometimes the delivery is harsh, but the message is there and you just have to be ready and willing and able to receive that message. You know, that's a, and I would tell that to anyone. I was going to ask you to some people that's listening. Some people, some people critiques are hard. Oh, yeah. But you have to understand, this is a business. Right. This is not um, playtime. There are people who have lots of money invested into this industry. Millions and millions of dollars could be on the line. You know, and if you're bringing something to them that they may consider mediocre, what they're doing is telling you what to do to go back and fix it so that you can bring it up to the level that it needs to be at. And sometimes it's hard to hear that. Sometimes it's hard to hear that you're not good enough or that song was not good enough or, you know, we could do without that one. How about you should have did this? You know, it's hard to hear those critiques, especially as, um, a writer and a singer and you know when you're artistic they always say um you know i'm real sensitive about my ish you know and they say that stuff so <laughs> and it rings true it does right. it's very true but you have to develop it doesn't matter you if you have to go in the bathroom and cry after fine but when you're in that meeting oh okay thank you i appreciate it you know what i mean and Go ahead and get through your emotions, but just know that when you go back to that drawing board, now you want to prove the naysayers wrong. Now you've got to right. come so hard, you know? And that's and all that's good points. So point. I hope y'all so are, are taking it in. in. Listen, Listen she's giving she y'all a gem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been there. I've been in those shoes, so I get it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk so about let's this talk new about this song, you, song have you have out. Oh, yeah. So she can't. <laughs> There's a lot of Listen. things that she can't do. <laughs> How did this song came up? Came up? What was so emotions yeah, going, on with that? going on with that? You know, and that's the funny thing. So usually when I write, I'm writing from um, personal experiences. This one was not personal at all. It was actually someone else's situation when, you know, your friend comes and they talk to you, they're crying on your shoulder, mm -hmm. you know, and you try to give them the best sound advice that you can give them. But it was like an ongoing kind of situation. And I kind of just summed it up <laughs> into a song. Right, right. <laughs> you know, the side piece, she can't do what you do, you know, and if he leaves you for the side piece, that's okay. You're still going to persevere. You know what I mean? He can get his stuff. He can go. But when he goes, flex on him so hard. Just flex. <laughs> Everybody, if you have not heard the song yet, y'all need to go watch the video and hear the song. Yes. Because the message is there. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And so, you know, that, that's kind of what I do. It could be someone else's situation. Again, life is, is unconditional. You don't know what it's going to bring to you. And so you might be inspired from someone else's pain. Because at that time, I was, you know, I was kind of null and void. I didn't feel anything. I wasn't in a space. I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't sad. I was just being, right? <laughs> and then here she comes with her sadness. And I'm like, right. oh, girl, right. you know, it's going to be all right. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, you know, after so long, apparently you're like, I'm just going to write a song about this. Right. Because being, right. being an empath as well you know you, you kind of feed off other people's emotions you feel what they feel especially in those intense moments and right. for me right. it's also a release because I'm taking on your burden and I tell people all the time come talk to me bring it to me <laughs> you know and I'll take that on but at some point in time I'm gonna have to release that <laughs> right it's like all right, right. It's like all right 
we gonna have to go somewhere. Poetry, writing something. Absolutely. And so that's how she can't was birthed. And right now, you know, I, I'm still like, it's still surreal on how well that track is doing and what it's doing and where it's at. And I'm just like trying to just take it all in slowly but surely because I still don't want to get a head like this, you know? I mm-hmm. still want to stay here, normalized. Because <laughs> uh, how many charges uh, did, did you hear yesterday? Did you hear yesterday? I think the first phone call was five charts. And then the second phone call, they were like, oh, you popped up on two more charts. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, it felt good. They were like, oh my God, you're on the charts with Lizzo. And I was like, oh, word. <laughs> and that's dope. That like, dope. That's like, that's major accomplishment. It is. It is. I'm still striving, though. I think when I, I can't even say when I get there, because I'm going to get there. But mm-hmm. when I'm walking across the stage to get my Grammy, right. Right. I think that's when it will hit me. You know what I mean? That's when things will hit me. Everything else is just like a moving train. Right. It's just right. a constant moving train, and you're constantly in the studio. You're constantly um, creating music, and that's kind of where I'm at now. So all of the charts and you know interviews and all this stuff, it's all part of that train. And one day I'll be able to sit down and be like, look at everything I did. But right, right now, right. I'm in it. So I don't have time to really, you know, revel in it any. I'm just grateful for all of the opportunities. I'm grateful for all of the people who are streaming, all of the DJs who are spinning, everyone who is clicking that YouTube link to watch the video. Those are the things that are helping me get closer to my goals and closer to my dreams. You know, and I feel like if it continues and people are praying for my success and they're walking with me during this journey, then we can all celebrate together. We can all be joyous together. I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be right there. Like, yes. yes. Yeah, because it takes it takes a village. You know, I'm not doing this by myself. Like I did it so long by myself. For years, it took me 12 years. There were times in between that I was by myself. You know, it took a strong team to come in. It took the community here in Worcester to actually get behind me and and come out to shows and promote my music and spin it. And Facebook and social media and all those things are a great um, avenue to go. But again, you do have to invest in yourself. Right. It costs right. money to promote and boost and all of that stuff um, because you want the organic followers. You want the people who are going to stick with you, you know, but you got to keep on feeding them that delicious content. <laughs> right. right. You can't, you can't just, just say, say, I want I people want following follow me, and, um, me and um, the music yeah, is the not music with, is it. with it. Yeah. And another thing is people shouldn't rush it. So I might drop maybe two singles a year because there's four quarters in the music business. So I just dropped She Can't. We hit it probably right. We probably missed the first quarter. So we went through the second, now in the third. Now I'm currently in the studio working on another single to drop. You know, and we're going to continue that until I decide I want to put out an album. But I'm not going right. to put out a full, complete album. And I, trust me, I have a catalog for that. We're ready. But mm-hmm. we're not going to do that until we get to a place where the buzz and the support from the people out there, the fans, the followers, whatever they would like to consider themselves to me, um, you know, are really starving for it. Right. Right. You know, it's a process. But I don't want to put out all of my best music and not have it go where I need for it to go. I'm trying to be worldwide. I'm trying to be Whitney Houston around here. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to put out the vocals of Whitney. I want to have the stage, the whole stage of Janet, you know, (laughs) the stage performance of Janet. 
the voice of the E, the crowd of Beyonce. Right, right. <laughs> all into all one. Into one. All in one, yes. <laughs> and they are all, and they major, are all icons. major icons. Yes. And so that takes work and dedication and um, really a great sense of self and direction. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I commend you for stepping into your purpose purpose and being the voice. voice. Thank you. Because you know, here on Power of Your Voice, voice. we hear you in our voice. voice. Absolutely. (laughs) And I hope that this interview, um, unlike many that you do, because I see you have like a lot of scholars and stuff that come on and brilliant minds, I hope that they don't discredit this interview because this interview is not only about music. It is about life and life lessons because no matter what you're trying to do in life, I don't care if you want to work at 7-Eleven, you better go in there and interview like it is the only interview you are going to ever have in your life and you need this job. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. No, here no, a power of your voice is not a, just not about the scholars. It's not a just about the person that has major degrees or doing a thousand things. It's about the person that's using their voice and doing what they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad and proud to be considered one of those people because we all do have power in our voice and we have to learn how to lift those voices and amplify everything we do and say. Absolutely. Absolutely. And listen, and when y'all hear she, she can't, y'all hear how much she's using her, her voice over there. I'm telling y'all. I was just yeah, blasting that small world. Yes, make sure you go and stream it, download it. It's on all platforms, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Music, um, across, again, all platforms. You can go to my YouTube channel. It's Lady Girl, L A D I I G I R L. And stream, 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 and click, click, click. Run those numbers up. <laughs> and everybody, and everybody I'll, make sure I'll, I'll drop the link drop again the link in, the, in, the, in the screen. In the but it is on but top of the video that, video that I promoted yesterday. yesterday. But I'll drop but it again for y'all. <laughs> now, yeah. let's talk now about let's this event you have coming up. Yes, September 18th. It is going down in Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs> We'll be at 26 Millbury Street at Electric Haze, which is my home stage, um, with myself, Mike Shorey, Essence, who is out of Brooklyn, New York, um, and Jay Humble, who is out there doing her thing all over the place. She just dropped the video on BET and everything, so I'm so proud of her. So we're all going to be on one stage um, September um, 18th at 10 p.m., uh, there is an event page on uh, Facebook. If you go to it, it's called Unplugged Grown and Sexy Edition. It's all over my page. If you decide to go and follow my Lady Girl page, you'll see it. Tickets are available. We kept it on the low, even though, you know, we have some big names on the lineup. Um, we wanted to do this because uh, there's not enough R&B nights that happen. It's always a hip hop show. And so we wanted to actually have something for the grown folks to come to and just be relaxed. There is catered food. There'll be gifts. It's, it's going to be a, a, it's a movie. It's a movie for us adults. You know what I mean? Listen, we need that sometimes. Yes, it's a chill night. You don't want to worry about should you wear heels or should you wear sneakers, you know? This one, you can come in your heels. We're, we're, it's a good time. Um, we're going to give out some drink tickets. Um, the price to get in is $25 per couple and $15 per individual. So again, we kept it really affordable so people can actually come. The food that is gonna be catered is included into the price of admission. So you don't have to worry about that. You know, I'm trying to pull up other stops. So <laughs> so come on, so come, come on. on. Come on. Tell yes. the telephone. Tell the front. Yes. Just make sure you yeah, don't bring ratchet, okay? Save we'll save ratchet for another day. Right. Right. But this one we want you to actually come out and enjoy yourself. You might get a little two-step going on or something, you know. I can't dance. <laughs> she is performing, guys. Yes, I definitely am performing. I am shooting to do everything live. So I want you to come out and enjoy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. yes, yes. Now, besides, now, besides music, music, you do other you things do other too, ma'am. Ma'am. <coughs> yes, excuse me. 
So I'm, I, I don't like to call myself a politician, but I am. You are. <laughs> you are. I am. But, you know, I, I'm not one of those politicians that lie. And I'm not a politician that's going to tell you something just to get your vote. I actually want to get in office, you know, and make change. I still am very heavily involved, especially with the ARPA funds in our city and how they're directed for affordable housing and working with the city to create affordable housing, more affordable housing, because we need a bunch. And so we're in charge of a large sum of money (laughs) and directing that towards developers who are going to follow the criteria in order to build here in the city so that we can get some families out of these shelters and into their homes. See, told you, See, lady, told girl. You, lady girl. That girl, <laughs> that does, girl it all. does it all. Music, politician, now she's doing events. Like, listen. Well, you got to be a real rounded person. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and it's I care about the community. I care about the community where I live. I care about, you know, these kids who are in our school systems who are going to school, even though they don't have a home, a home to live in. Right. which I think right. is a terrible burden on them and could hinder their education. We want to see everybody make it out. We want to see college grads and PhDs all around, <laughs> you know, and it's just going to aid in helping them to get where they need to be when it takes that stress and that burden off their shoulders. Now, are we doing now, any, are we doing any other April? Yes. So I think November 19th, I will be in North Carolina. So that is definitely happening. Not North Carolina, I'm sorry, Virginia. I'll be in West Virginia. Um, there are some dates prior to the 18th, September 11th, I believe, um, is a North Carolina date. I have to look back, but I believe so. I might hop on that. It could be somewhere else. But it really depends on like my scheduling. It's all over the place. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank you, woman with many heads. Yeah, I'm lucky to catch I'm you today. Lucky to catch you today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was almost at uh, Grafton Job Corps out here. Um, well, did we have a contract with Job Corps, so we sometimes we'd go out and we'll DJ. Because you know, I used to do radio. I was radio program director for a long time, um, and so I kind of left that when COVID hit and focused on running for office and my music. Um, so we're still contracted with them. So we bring DJs out and my team usually will go out there and DJ the events for the kids at Job Corps too. And this is like a big one for them because this is the first event today that they've mm-hmm. been having, that they'll be having since COVID. So it's been a long time since they've been able to cut loose. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that, is, that, that, is, that is cool. cool. Yeah. And we try to do as much as we can kids. DJ, DJ politician, artist, artist, businesswoman, and plus more. Yeah, on top of that, mom. Mom is. <laughs> Look, mom is number mom one is number overall. One. Yeah, mom is number one. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, you know, that, and that's the thing the shows, ladies, even gentlemen, you know. You can do what you want to do. You just have to put yourself in that position and keep yourself motivated to do what you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's so next? What's next? Ooh, what is next? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things next. So um, we're currently working on placement for our billboards. So if you're in Times Square, you might see me on a billboard. <laughs> um also, you know, we're moving towards getting uh, the She Can't video um, that is up there now up onto platforms such as BET and TV VH1. So that one will be going into rotation there as well. A um, couple of publications are going to happen. And I'll be working again starting tomorrow to perfect this next track that I'm going to drop. I haven't even titled it yet. I don't no. even know what I want no. to call it. No. Mm. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. But uh, shortly after that, we'll be, you know, shooting a video one for that one, too. And this one is more of an up-tempo, 
dance kind of song. And I already told y'all I can't dance. So yes. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna do my best. I might have to get my little Mary J moves on or something. Well, you I'm about to you might get that step on girl. Because you know I can't really dance, but you know, I'm gonna fake that part maybe. <laughs> I like just catch my two steps and a little sway. <laughs> I, just, I, I definitely can't, I definitely can't, wait. can't wait. I will be listening. Because guarantee you, when she drops it, I'm sharing. So y'all be ready. Y'all about to be sick of me. I hope they love it because this is who I do it for. I do it for the people. You know what I mean? Right. And I like to take people back on this nostalgic ride, like when music was good. You know what right. I mean? When music, right. was music. when music was music. Yes. Yes, I try to not do auto tunes and all that other crazy stuff because I want it in its authentic authenticity in the instrument. You know, natural form. I want right. you to hear me. Right. I don't want you to hear a robot. <laughs> right, and you right. have a and voice. You have so, a voice. So, so, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel savage. You know you got a voice. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Look, you lucky I tell you drop a tune for them. <laughs> they can tune in to the to the YouTube for that. We're gonna get those those numbers yes. off. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, That's why I don't know what I got to Yeah, they have to, you know, because I mean they'll go to someone's page who doesn't sing or can't sing who's half naked. Right, 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 right. Support a diva one time. Right. Right, absolutely. You know, because so many because times, so many if it's something negative, negative, they're watching, they're watching and there's like a million, million views on it. on it. Yeah. Well, I hope if they do go and they leave a comment, I do. I have this idea that I want to do um, for all of the positive comments left on whether it's a video or Facebook post. I'm gonna take those and incorporate them into a video. There is a song that I'm working on, and I want to kind of like that's what the video is gonna be all the positivity that surrounds the support because I want people to understand that that's what it takes. You know, it takes that support. It takes that encouragement. It takes that um, congratulations. I'm so glad to hear that, you know, um, because I could have had a great day yesterday. Today could have not been so great, you know, and those people just saying that congratulations right. to me or I see right. a girl you know, it's very powerful. That's the power in their voices for me to keep me motivated and uplifted and going forward. Because you got to admit, not we don't have good and you know, And you know, so many times, so many times, we need that. We need that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially we wear Especially so many we hats. So many hats. And we do so many and things. So many things. Yeah. And like you said, like at you one said, point, she wanted to give up. To give up. Mm -hmm. There was one point so, that I was just so, done. I was tired. I was done. Right, I, right. It was, it was more negative feedback coming in than positive feedback, and then it was a lot of self doubt because I'm not a size zero. You right, know what I mean? Right. I'm not walking around. I'm a woman in my mind of a particular age. I'm mm -hmm. not 21. You know, I'm not that free spirit, you know, type. Even when I was 21, I didn't dress like that. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Because right. the thing about it is you still have, have to dress like that. Right. And so you start doubting yourself and you start wondering, um, are people going to pay attention to me if I'm not showing off my body? Um, are they going to pay attention to me or come out and see me? Um just off of the strength that my music is good or are they expecting more you know and right. so there was a time where i was like i'm not i don't feel like i'm getting the support that i need that's when the self-doubt starts creeping in mm -hmm. <laughs> you know as i don't feel like enough people are here at my show and um, people are not trying to put me on their shows and they're not booking me and you know you start questioning yourself Right. And it right. was, I was there, and I was like, you know what? Whatever. I don't need to do this. <laughs> but so when, reality, you, when you, I did. When you was in that, moment, was in that moment, what helped you, what not, helped give you up? not give up? You know, my son, honestly. My son. Um, he is wise beyond his years. <laughs> you know? He's also. He's also. Yeah, he really is. 
And, you know, I expressed to him, you know, uh, once I became his mom and I became his mom in 98, you know, so that was prior to being half naked out there. I think Mariah just started running around half naked, you know, <laughs> and lingerie, you know, right. and right. just going along in the years and him just being my son and watching me conduct myself as a woman and as his mother, I would never have wanted anything out in public that would embarrass my son. Like right. he's going right. to school, he's got friends, they all have internet. <laughs> and right. I didn't want right. anyone ever going to him and saying, oh, well, I seen your mom's butt or mm-hmm. I seen your mom's boobs, you know? And it's like, oh no, you know? And so he kept me focused and he didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. And then once he got older and then we were able to start having conversations and, you know, I was able to really connect and ask him his feelings on certain things and how he had views of women and what he, cause you know, he's still youthful. He's, he's in his youth. Right. So right. I want to know, you know, what videos are you watching and what are you finding attractive as a young black man in this world? You know, and he doesn't like the half naked woman. That's <laughs> not his thing, you know. And it's just like he'll listen to the song, but a right. video, he'll right. like, oh no, why did she do that? <laughs> right, you know, right. And so he keeps me in that space of I don't want my son's friends to see me in that manner, I wouldn't even feel comfortable what if they come and they want to come kick it with them and they be like oh i hope his mom's walking around naked (laughs) (laughs) little perverted minds no right right (laughs) you know so it's just really on how to conduct yourself as a lady and the perception that you're putting out there to people in the world and i just don't want to give off that wrong perspective of who i am at all you know so it's, yes, I wear heels and yes, I'll do my hair and I'll put on makeup <laughs> and stuff like that and my clothes fit well, but I am not coming anywhere in a public vicinity, you know, showing off the goodies. <laughs> and you know, and some you know, people some fail people to stay to those standards because they think it's going to get them more. Yeah, no. And um, I think... If I had to do a plastic surgery, it'd be lipo or something like that just to get those problem areas. <laughs> but I'm not putting nothing in. <laughs> we're not inserting. We're not doing Brazilian butt lifts and all, all that. We're not doing that. This is the way God intended me. Right. You know? Right. Uh, but, yeah, and I definitely won't touch my face. This is my mother's right. face. Right. <laughs> right. Embracing, Embracing it all. It all. Yes, double chin and all, girl. We, you know, we take it how it Listen, is. Listen, I got something. something we take it how it's given. We have to. We have to. But and I that's love just, just being the finish. Yeah. I love me and I want everyone else to love me. And I want them to love themselves as well. No matter right. what right. you feel like your flaws are, shake all those insecurities off because at the end of the day, you are representing what is real in this world, you know, not a falsity, not something in a magazine that they can't even attain. They had to get stuff tucked, pulled and printed and prodded to get that. <laughs> so don't even worry about none of that. Right. And, right. So, many and so many times people, times, people look, at look at the magazine and think like, hey, I'm going to look like that. Yeah, no, like. You got to stick with what you were naturally given. And again, like I said, I would give me some lipo. Yes, I would. Because there's a certain way I want my clothes to kind of fit. <laughs> but I'm not trying to enhance to please someone else's eyeball. I want to please my own eyeball aesthetically. And be like, oh, girl, you snatched, you know? <laughs> you snatched now. You snatched Stop it. Now. Stop yeah, it. you snatched. <laughs> But right now, when but, people come out but, to see me, when they come and I'm on that stage, they're going to see a lady. They're going to see a real representation absolutely. of what a real woman looks like. So I don't want them to have any expectations that I'm going to come in there with a bodysuit on. I told you, you got my bodysuit picture. <laughs> you have to take a picture like that 
But we're going to save that for a later date for some promotion <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> I, I definitely understand. So tell the people so tell again, the people when, again is when is the event, how to screen your, your song, and how to connect how to with you. Because you. you know they got to see your man Oh, yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> September 18th, 26 Millbury Street, 10 p.m., Worcester Mass is the Unplugged Grown and Sexy Edition. You can come out and see myself and a few other great artists. Um, you can stream my music across, across all platforms. That goes from Spotify, uh, Apple Music, anything you could think of. Um, I'm, my name is Aya. You can just Google me, Lady Girl, L-A-D-I-I-G-I-R-L, and all of my links will pop up, social media and otherwise. On YouTube, go and stream She Can't. There are other videos up there too, so you might like some of those. I'm a storyteller, so of course my videos tell stories. I'm not just standing there with a pit bull in a car. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. Lady Girl Lady has girl been, an, has honor been an honor to have you here have on you Power in Your Voice. I thank you. I thank you. And always, and always the pleasure. Our doors are always open. You know how to contact me. You know how to contact me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Everyone, I thank you for tuning in. in. I will be back in 30 minutes for the I Am Russia Tour with April. I'll make sure y'all go scream and make sure y'all watch her video and make sure y'all tune in to Lady Girl. She's in the building. She's everywhere. She's on the charts. She is going to be the music that you need to hear every day, all day. So make sure y'all go see my girl, Lady Girl. Thank y'all. I have been your host, Sheena Gadon, and I thank y'all for tuning in. Introducing to some and reintroducing to others. Speaker, entrepreneur, motivational coach, and author, Sheena Gadon. If you wish to contact her, you can contact her via email at sgadon16 at gmail.com. Or you can visit her website, www.theladybehindthemask.com.